0: Hey, everyone, I'm Michael Gabriel, and you're listening to Run the Small World, a show I do to talk about uh, running and Disney and pretty much anything connected to either of them with friends. Uh, so I have a new guest today, and I'll start the way I normally do. Who are you and how do I know you?
1: Hey, I'm Jordan Winston. Um, I'm a runner in Atlanta. Um, I met Michael actually running a 10K. It was wine and dine in 2017, and mm-hmm. I ran up around you because you had run won the 5K, and I just said, "Hey," and had no idea you lived in Atlanta. Um, and it wasn't until oh, much longer, much later than that, um, that we had a mutual friend named Allison that was like, "Hey, like you do Disney races, he does Disney races," and it kind of the history goes from there, I guess.
0: I think uh, this is the second time Allison's been mentioned on the show because uh, our other mutual friend Sandy um, was my last guest, and uh, I also met Sandy through Allison. So um, yeah, pretty so fun. The next
1: time you need to get Allison on the show
0: yes i i will get her on here at some point for sure because um, i'm sure there's a lot of stuff we're going to talk about like community and such and she is kind of the poster child for that not so. not <laughs> not um all right so uh, a week and a half ago a star wars rival run weekend um which we will definitely talk about because i haven't recapped that yet but first uh wanted to talk a little bit about your history with disney and run disney and all of that
1: so um i am a disney fanatic um and I think a lot of it comes from the nostalgia that my family um, had. That was a, most of our big vacations growing up were to Disney and they would be mile markers of life, like five, 10, teenager, high school graduation, college graduation. And that was just always monumental that my whole family would go together. I have two brothers or two siblings, one brother, one sister, um, my parents and my grandparents would go as well. Um, and so it just really was a family affair. And so I think that, that foundation of like this magical place that I got to always spend time with my family in, um, just kept that building. Like it never really died down when I got to be an adult and, you know, seasons of life were changing and that, that love of Disney still stayed there. And then I did not start running until, uh, after college. So I was a swimmer all the way uh, through college. And then about six months later, after I finished, I was like, I need endurance athletics back in my life. So I picked up running And back in Princess, it was Princess of 2016, was my first ever run Disney race. Um, And it was just the collision of two of my favorite things. I did the half that year. I did the 5K and the half that year.
0: I'm trying to think of when I first did my first half. Uh, I guess it would have been 2014, but I also didn't start the distance stuff until pretty late. I didn't really like the distance stuff. Running was a thing I begrudgingly did when I wasn't playing soccer. So
1: (laughs) Yeah, running was always our crush training for swimming yeah so I'm like I'll go do it and I can hold my own but this is not but yeah I don't know it's those it's all the endorphins and all of the all of the crazy inside things that happen when the running just takes off and you're running 20 miles and you're like what in the world this is the biggest high on the earth so
0: yeah it's pretty great I know that a lot of the time friends uh who aren't super into running and you know they run on occasion the way I used to and they're like how how do you do those distances and uh my friend of mine, who got me to sign up for my first marathon in the first place, she told me that like at some point when you're training, you're just going to notice that you just the, the the distances that seem crazy now just seem like nothing. Like it just kind of happens, and you start enjoying it, which is yeah. great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know one of the things that is you like to I guess address and talk about is sort of the necessity of and lack of necessity of really intense training in order to do this kind of stuff. So do you want to start touching on that?
1: Oh, sure. Um, so I, people always ask me there, how do you run? How do you get into running? How do you, how do you get up to those miles? And they're like, you must run every day. And I'm a very large, uh, ambassador for not feeling like you need to be stuck in one way. Like you don't have to go run every single day to be able to achieve really amazing things. And it it doesn't take an every day of running plan to be able to run a 5k to a full marathon. Like you, there's a lot of things. I know that a lot of people say that balance isn't, doesn't exist, but there's some level of making sure that you're living a well-rounded life and that, um, you're not only physically healthy, but you're also mentally healthy and you're emotionally healthy and you're resting when your body calls for rest. Um, and so I really am, I've always been a three to four uh, day a week runner. And then sometimes I fully rest my body and sometimes I'll pick up a yoga class or, or a weight class and just do that. Um, We also, I know that uh, I don't, I guess Allison probably got you in with November project, but um, that was one of the first like group fitness things I did. November project is free fitness um, across the world really. Um, And I started doing that and it is a little bit of running, it's a little bit of cardio, but it's also just a community time. Um, And so I think incorporating things like that, which aren't the most intense, um, but they help you focus on different things and they help you build community, which is more important than I would say running seven days a week, taking that day to be with people who are passionate about what you're passionate about Um, and seeing different perspectives is just um, a little bit more where I say is not just not pushing yourself till you feel like you literally have nothing left.
0: I mean, that's something uh, Sandy and I talked about last week was it's just like, you know, keeping things, making sure that you're actually having fun <laughs> is wow. a great way to keep yourself going because, uh, yeah, otherwise you'll burn out. And so, and that's, you know, November Project's great for that and other, other things like, you know, a bar class or something, just doing something else is a great way to, you know, mix it up. Um, I'm also, I don't think I ever do seven days in a week, uh, running. I don't think I have almost ever do six days in a week. I think yeah. I'm always like a four or five is kind of my standard, um, my standard thing when I'm doing like pretty well. And then maybe I'll have one peak week where I do six, but then after that I'm going to have fewer, I'll have like three. Right. <laughs> the following week. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I'm a big, big, big proponent of rest days. Um, so anybody who's not really into it and they're like, man, do you, you run every And like, no, 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 no. I would never run every day. Like, you know, I'm, there's some stuff later this year that I'm hoping to do like a big thing where I'm going to run a lot of mileage across seven days in one week, but that's one week. It's yeah. not like a sustained thing. I, I couldn't do that mentally or physically.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And I, November project, like I said, has been super help, helpful um, in creating a little bit more of that balance of like, I still want to be active most days. Um, I still always, Sundays is always my rest day. Um, Mm -hmm. But I like to be active. I like to get up and I like to get to be with people, but you don't have to go run 10 miles every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the way that I tell other people is like, look, if you're just a person who goes to the gym, like you don't work the same exact thing every day, anyways, right? Like you can, you need to rest things and mix up what you're doing, even if you want to stay active.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you, do you have a, do you go to a gym or do you go to classes or?
0: Um, so my apartment complex has a gym downstairs. And so I do that. Um, I am actually, and we'll see if it sticks. So Elizabeth is one of my best friends. She's been on the show before. Um, and she is a bar instructor and I think I'm going to commit to starting to do that because I have like a, I have a notoriously bad left hip that it's just, I need stuff to keep me doing, um, a lot of lateral movement that I don't do when I'm running. Um, and, That has, uh, I feel like the place where she teaches is, um, it's like two miles from me, which is a nice like warm up run. Um, So just like warm, like do a slow run there, do that and then slow run back and that'll be like, you know, a pretty active day. Yeah. That's Um, great. Yeah. So that's, that's my plan right now. Who who knows if I'll stick to it, but I'm going to do that on top of just other stuff that I do. Um, But everything else is kind of minor, Um, like, you know, core stuff, push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, that kind of stuff. Um, Cool. Um, So let's talk about Star Wars weekend.
1: Yes, let's do it.
0: Um, Okay, so this is not your first Star Wars weekend. It is not. Uh, When was your first?
1: So I was there for the inaugural in 2016. Um, I ran the half there and I loved it. And I I told John after we finished, I was like, I'm going to be a legacy because I got on the inaugural and life just hit me in the face a little bit. And so it did not happen. So this is my second time. Um, but I love it. I grew up in a Star Wars loving family. My, my brother and dad were very into Star Wars. So, um, had no problem fitting in with the Star Wars land. And I'm super excited about the new park in Hollywood studios, but coming down to Star Wars, I was pretty excited. It was kind of a last minute decision for us. (laughs) Um, but I was like, you know what? I really want to do it. I'm probably not going to have another chance to run a Disney race this year. And it's kind of the timing worked out for us. So. I was really happy to be back. And this time I ran for the light side. Last time I ran for the dark side. So that was fun too.
0: Yeah. uh, I mean, same thing. I also ran for the light side versus, I mean, up until this year, this weekend has been dark side races Mm -hmm. because light side was over in, uh, in Disneyland. Um, And that inaugural one that you ran is the only year I haven't done this one. So, um, so yeah. Uh, So you did this year, you did just, I, I'm putting just in quotes. You did just the half.
1: (laughs) I did just the half. (laughs)
0: Um, so when did you actually come down or go down and leave? I said come down, but we're both in Atlanta. So when did you go, head down and uh, and then head back up?
1: Um, so we came down on Thursday night. Um, we stayed. We are very active. Me and my husband are very active. So um, we pick a cheaper resort and then we go, we're go. we out the whole time, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know if is the best thing when you're trying to run a half, but
0: I mean, that's what I do too. So, <laughs> so we did it. run Disney weekends are not for, you're not optimizing for running. You're mm-hmm. optimizing for like all of it. <laughs>
1: Experience. Um, so we went, so we did a park hopper for Friday. And so um, hopped around, um, did Toy Story Land. It was our first time in Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios. So opened the park to that and then went over to the Flower and Garden Festival and ate lunch in Epcot, which is always, their festivals are so good over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did just a little bit of time doing parade stuff and, um, just that we did the Mickey and Minnie celebration thing over in magic kingdom. And that was kind of our, that was kind of our park day. Um, and so just kind of hung out I did do the expo on Friday was planning to do it on Saturday. Um, but had a little bit of extra time because rock and roller coaster was closed, Hmm. um, on Friday when we were trying to do it. So we went into the expo and they, to me, I know it's a little bit of a smaller race weekend, but they are a little bit more efficient. Every single, time to, every single time I go to an expo. So we were really yeah. out of there super fast.
0: Um, so, I mean, I did the expo on Thursday when I got there and it was really quiet. Um, I did see, like I mentioned or I posted, I guess, probably on an Instagram story or something that it was pretty quiet and I went a couple of hours after it opened and people were like, wow, it was slammed when I went earlier. I was like, oh yeah, there's nothing here. Like there's no lines. You would just basically walk straight up to the register to buy stuff if you went to the merch area. Uh, and so on. So it was real fast, real efficient. I do, I did like the layout they had this time where they put things in different places. Um, so, cause the the bibs were over next to where the merchandise is instead of, yeah. you know, at the other end. Um, and I liked that a lot.
1: Yeah. I thought it was, I, yeah, I thought it was a good setup this year. And I liked seeing some of the vendors that I don't normally, I felt like I had a little bit more room to breathe in there. So I actually mm-hmm. stayed, I think a little bit longer than I would have normally just because I felt like I could actually, like, look at everything. Um, so I thought they did a really good job at the Expo this year, though.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, there is, I mean, I'm sure some of that is also just that Star Wars is the least popular weekend. Yeah. So there are fewer people. But, you know, I won't complain.
1: <laughs> um, I will not either. And it's still so much fun. But I, it is. It's a little bit more of a niche um, a niche race. Because, you know, you have Marathon Weekend in January. And that's, everyone, everyone loves all of the original, the Fab Five. So it's a lot more popular, and Wine and Dine is popular, and Princess is popular. So um, yeah. you do have all of those that are kind of a little bit more general, but I love Star Wars because it's fun. It's a fun little world to transport to, and so, yeah.
0: Uh, what's your favorite weekend? Have you, have you done all of them so far?
1: I have done all of them.
0: Okay, cool. So um, which is your favorite?
1: Oh gosh, Princess it's hard is to change, right? really good. So I ran for um, Children's Miracle Network Hospitals for Princess in 2018. Mm-hmm. um i really loved that experience of running for a charity um they did a really really great job um and so that one was definitely memorable i think i would probably go say dopey in 2017 except that that was the year that the half month yeah. got rained out
0: yeah that was my first dopey and i was crushed when that happened um but i've done two since so it's no big deal
1: <laughs> <laughs> made up simple made um uh, but I love I, – I don't know. It's so hard to tell because they're all unique. But I love – I I mean, and Wine and Dine is more of a – I feel like it's kind of a classic race. Like, you – it's a little bit tailored to more adults. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if there's something really I, – so I, it's really hard to say which one's my favorite.
0: It's like they skew older as the year goes on. <laughs> you know. Like, like, um, but, yeah, I, I – it's funny because everybody's got their own favorites. Um, I mean, wine and dine would far and away be my favorite, and I'm sure some of it's just that I love food, uh, and uh, and I love the food and wine festival. Uh, but also, it was my first challenge, and so if I continue yeah. through next year, which I plan to, I will be a legacy for the challenge, which is cool.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Um,
0: uh, but but then ultimately, though, like the full marathon is my favorite distance, and so it's really hard to top dopey for me. I um, know. No. So it's like, if we had a full marathon at Wine and Dine, nothing could touch it to me, but, <laughs> um, okay. Well, anyway, so yeah, you t- talk through, you know, kind of what you did as far as the expo and parks beforehand. Uh, we'll get to, s- to the race on Sunday. Cause we were both there. Um, so mm-hmm. want to run down kind of the quick stuff that I did, um, like, like you said, the flower and garden festival is amazing. I love the festivals they do in Epcot. Um, did you have any favorite food items?
1: Um, I would say this against my norm, but I had the pineapple soft serve. Um, from their little pineapple cabana thing. And it was fantastic. And I don't know if that was because I was one really hungry and one really, really warm. Um, but they did, it was a little sweet, but it was like super refreshing. It was like the perfect thing for a warm day. Um, the other thing John had, he had these coffee brushed, um, pork poutine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you post about that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's interesting because that's literally the only food item I had all weekend that I didn't like. And I love poutine normally. So I was – and I had mentioned that to people. And then after that, I saw you mention that John – that you two both tried it. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Maybe I had a bad batch or maybe it's just for whatever reason this particular thing doesn't hit my taste buds right. But uh, it was weird because I love poutine. Um,
1: It's so good. I love food. (laughs) You know what else though I had that I was super excited about was this is not, this was not a flower and garden, but they have that like Woody's lunchbox. Lunch yeah. Um, and we tried one of those homemade uh, Pop-Tarts. Yeah. People read them out. So good. And I'm not a Pop-Tart person, but it's so good.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree completely. I had that the first time I went, which was probably, I guess, Wine and Dine last year was the first time I got to go to uh, to Toy Story. And yeah, same thing. I tried that Pop-Tart and loved it. Um, haven't had it since, and so I need to next time I go.
1: Um, yeah, it's worth it, yeah.
0: So, um, alright. Race, I, I did all three races, so I want to give a quick rundown of the other races. Friday was very interesting. Um, that was the 5K. Uh, and I uh, anybody who has been like following along on social media knows that like Friday was really weird. Um, so we got up, went to the race, everything was running as usual, and um, it's funny because, like, the announcers were sitting there. We were on schedule until about 20 minutes before. And um, John, one of the announcers, was actually getting ready to talk to me for the camera. And then he didn't come back over. And then we suddenly realized, like, all of them went backstage and nobody was doing anything. And um, one of the volunteers who, like, runs other volunteers, we become really friendly with her. Me and, like, the friends who I have made in the corral who you met. Um, yeah. And so she sort of filled us in. They're like, yeah, they just got an alert about potential inclement weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, so we're like, oh, really? And so race time came and went, and they went up on stage and are like, so you guys have probably no- noticed we should have started by now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and and so, of course, I mean, at the time, some people were complaining. Uh, a really popular th- thing that I heard that was kind of frustrating to me, because you know, I was joking, but other people were complaining seriously. It was like, you know, if we had started, I would be done by now. Uh, because, and Raina and Lightning hadn't started yet. It's like, but that's not true of everybody. Yeah. Uh, that's not true of the vast majority of people here. So I don't think that's cool to, to complain about that. Um, so I did think like when they started to delay things, it was totally the right call. Um, then they started pushing everybody to buses as like shelter. Um, and if the buses filled up, you then had to go to Epcot to take shelter in buildings. Um, I headed with some friends to their car that was in the parking lot and we chilled out there and the rain was just really coming down really hard. Uh, and I kind of wrote it off. I just assumed we were going to get canceled because we went almost two hours. Uh, instead of starting at 530, like we were, we were approaching seven o'clock and I was like, all right, we're we're." pretty sure they're going to call it. And then we start getting text messages from friends who were, hanging out with people who were like run Disney spokespeople and then finding out, Oh, they want us to go back now. We're going to start in 15 minutes. <laughs> um, and it was crazy because I'll tell you, like people know when you go to run Disney races, people think it's crazy that like you get up at two thirty or whatever, and you go to the race and you're there and then you don't, and you're already starting at five thirty, but you're out there for a couple of hours. And it's like, you know, there's a reason they do that. <laughs> um, Because they run things really smoothly when you do things that way. Because this time, what they had instead is we sort of rushed through the security area just really fast. And then it was a big mass start with no corrals, no waves. It was just go. And everybody went. Um, And it was a mess. Um, uh, It was like, you know, of course, you start and you have people of all different speeds, sort of like trying not to trample each other. Um, And, I mean, I started... much further back than I would have started because I was on the front line, but it wasn't that bad. And I assumed like within a half mile, I should be clear. And I was wondering why more and more people seem to be there. And I found out after the fact that, so some, some of the runners took shelter in the buses that normally take people back from uh, from the ending area, uh, back to their hotels. And those people, like there were so many of them that they're like, you know what? Don't even bother going to the start line. Just start here, which was partway on the course. <laughs> um so it was it was really really funny so i'm sitting there running the whole thing in my princess leia like white gown that is getting drenched and stretching because it's raining and it's white um with a uh, leia buns and and i'm having to hold it up because it was long enough to begin with and once it started to stretch i was right. going to trip on it uh and i'm dodging around people and like including having to kind of kind of go off course and onto the grassy areas for a while. Um, and then you finally kind of get clear. And then I look and it's like, okay, we hit mile two and I'm feeling, you know, it's lining up with my watch and I don't think anything of it. And then suddenly I see the three mile marker at 2.5 and I'm like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> and so at some point they kind of between mile two and three, they cut out half a mile. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but it was all, all a sudden that it was fun. Came away with some race photos. I'm glad I got to run. I still think. Granted, knowing that I only have so much information, I probably would have canceled it anyways, because I really like I'm always concerned about safety. And, you know, people kind of trying to dodge around people is not great when you have thousands and thousands of people there. But maybe they had information I didn't. Um, And I had a good time. So there was that.
1: (laughs) And you're in a great question. So.
0: Yeah, it was fun. I got some really, really great photos. I think that uh, the post uh, on Instagram with that layout, is the most popular post I've ever put up. So you
1: know, um, I thought that the photographers did the best job that I had seen them do in every any race that I'd done so far, because I was on looking at my pictures. And I was like, I like these more than any of the ones that I've, I've ever seen. And I was like, I don't know if they're getting more experienced or what, but I thought the photographers did a really
0: great job you know i think uh, i noticed that too like the photos were consistently really good this time and i feel like when i started i mean i was never going to complain because i know some people complain about photopass taking a long time but i mean the longest they ever take is way faster than any race photos i've ever gotten from any other race so um but yeah I, i think the quality has been going up with time um and these were really good ones for sure they really were um Yeah. So after that, I had to go back to the expo um, because I couldn't find a magnet I wanted. And some people hit me up on social networking to say they actually had it. So I did that. But otherwise, yeah, Friday was just a fun park day, just hanging out. Um, And I also kind of went off of Disney property for the first time in a couple of years to have Disney uh, dinner at the uh, the City Walk over at the Universal area. Um, So, yeah, that was fun. Just uh, got dinner with some friends. Uh, and then headed back and went into Saturday, which was the 10K. Um, and I did a, this was an uneventful race, thankfully. <laughs> um, uh, I did a Ray costume um, and my friend Kirsten, who was the guest on the show to wrap up Princess Weekend, she did Kylo. Um, and that was really fun. Uh, I was nursing a leg injury. Um, I still am kind of nursing it. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But uh, I, so while I was on the course, I was just kind of cruising and I, stumbled upon a friend of mine hannah who uh i met at princess weekend she's a younger girl running the race and we just started chatting and decided and she said her ankle was bothering her i was like you know what? why don't we slow each other down and so we just chatted the whole time and found out she's also a local to atlanta um she's about to finish high school and hopes to go to georgia tech which is where both of us went Woo-hoo! so pretty exciting so um yeah found out all that and so now i'm like encouraging her and figuring out if we're gonna see each other at at like you know local races and stuff uh, and she'll be another addition to the running community um she's an incredible runner I mean considering how young she is and she's like just getting started uh yeah she's she's amazing and I really look forward to when she starts getting into the full marathon distance because she'll crush it
1: she, um, I think she came in fourth overall female
0: oh did she I wow.
1: when I looked at yeah. she was super sweet uh,
0: yeah she's so nice
1: and I followed her on followed her on Instagram, or we followed each other on Instagram, just because you had introduced us. And, yeah, she had, like, posted a plaque of being, or something that said she was, like, fourth place.
0: For... Oh, that was from Princess Weekend.
1: Oh, that's you, yep.
0: Yeah, both of us. We So, um, yeah, this week, uh, just a complete surprise, a bunch of us got plaques in the mail for age group awards or overall from Princess Weekend, which was a whole time around. So, yeah, you're right. She got fourth female overall, I think, um, from that from princess weekend I got fifth age group for um men half marathon which I had no idea that I had gotten that high now granted for princess like there's not a huge pool of men (laughs) um but I'm in a tough age group and I wasn't actually pushing that hard so I'll take it I'm happy um and I didn't know they did plaques for fifth place so I'm super thankful and I have my first actual award from Disney because you don't get one for winning a 5k (laughs) uh Yeah. Um, you got, a, uh, you did, I mean, will, uh, we can probably just go ahead and jump into the the half the next day since we both did that, but, yeah. uh, you did pretty well. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. do you want to start with like the morning?
1: Oh, so yeah. Um, it was different because it had been, it was almost a year, right over a year since I'd done a Disney run, Disney race, um, princess 2018 was the last one that I'd done. Um, so, while I knew that I was gonna have to wake up at 2:30, was not quite as adjusted as I was. Like I woke up and I was like, "What is this? I don't even remember this." Um, but I was. I got out the door on the bus at like 3:02, and had my nutrition. And I'm one of those people that like I want to. I want to race fast just because it's flat, um, and we don't get that many opportunities in Atlanta to race on a flat course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, I don't sometimes I sacrifice my legs a little bit just because I know if I get there early enough, then I can snap, snap a few of those pretty unique character photos that they have at the start. Um, so did, who did I do? I did job of the hut and the little desert Raiders guys. I don't know what they're called. Um, but just because I never see them. So I was like, Oh, this will be cool. I'll hop in and, and do that. And then, um, just started warming up over towards the corrals. once they opened them at 4 15. um i felt like i had had plenty of water but it was humid it was a really humid start i think it was like 78 uh percent humidity and um it was just very it reminded me so much of my rock and roll nashville experience which was i'd signed up for the rock and roll nashville in 2017 and um the full marathon and i started cramping at mile two and so I ended up having to drop down to the half but in that case they didn't even finish the full they, they cut everyone at 18 oh. um, because it was just so hot and so when i started cramping early on um at star wars i was like i need to slow it down i'm gonna need to stop at every water station and i can't be super worried about what i go at this point because i really was i really was trying to pr um and I, and part of that was too, was I felt really good because we had come into the corral and I got to meet you or I got to see you and then meet a bunch of people that are just awesome. And I think that's what's so incredible about the running community is, um, not only is it nice to have people to talk to, but like when you find that community, that's so encouraging, um, and everyone is just cheering each other on and just ready to go have some fun. Um, it just gives you that little bit of extra adrenaline Mm when you finally do pop the fireworks. um, I did a, I did a run Disney, like countdown top 10 things I loved about run Disney on my Disney, um, Instagram. And one of them was the finish lines, but then I also did one of the top 10 was the start lines. Cause those fireworks are incredible. Wow. Um, and it just makes, it really does make the starts magical. And it just gives you that like, okay, let's go, let's do it. So even though, even though the conditions weren't the most ideal, just because of the humidity, um, just getting that, Having that excitement and that community around you, it doesn't make the miles seem ha- half as bad. Um, and stopped at every water station, which I mentioned was very out of character for me. Um, but I felt like the course overall went fast. Um, I love I love running through Pandora when it's dark. It's so fun. it's so pretty. It is so cool. Um, that's I've ever since I got to do that for the first time in tw- for in twenty sixteen for the dark side half marathon. Um, it's probably my, one of my favorite places except princess weekend when you run in front of the castle.
0: Yeah. That's nothing quite tops the castle. Although I'll say the best time running through the castle is, uh, when you're doing the full marathon in January, cause that's like, uh, I don't know. It's just that extra adrenaline boost in the middle of a marathon is really nice.
1: It, it <laughs> um, is. And having all those people right there and
0: plus you have the lights at the marathon weekend. So yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: um, so anyway, uh finished with a one thirty seven, which was still like it was I was still happy with that, not as fast as I wanted to go. Um, but was able to finish pretty strong and then I saw you in all of your drenched glory. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was rough. Um yeah, I guess I should mention that. Um so yeah, I mean I got to see you of course and you joined me and my friends at the at the corral. Um And so I was rocking a Luke Skywalker Dagobah outfit, so that's like the cargo pants, and I was wearing real cargo pants, and I had a a big wig on because my hair does not look like Luke's hair. (laughs) And and Yoda, so I definitely saw a few other people over the course of the weekend doing um, the Yoda on Luke's back thing, and uh, they and I, we all had the same Yoda backpack, but I didn't want to just use the Yoda backpack, so I made a blue harness, like the one that Luke has in the movie. Uh, and that was fun. So I had like buckles and, and stuff. Um, and it's just like a little bit of added detail. Cause it's like, well, I'm not running with a lightsaber like I've done before. So what's the like extra bit of detail to, to have. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was fun, but the cargo pants were just terrible. Uh, <laughs> because of course they're not made for breathing. Um, they're not made for running. So very, very quickly, you can look in race photos. And by the time the first race photos, uh, come in, you, they're almost completely soaked through but you can see like one or two tiny dry patches just to show you that like hey the pants aren't supposed to look like this <laughs> and then by the end it's really funny cuz you look at ending photos and i think if you look close you see all these wrinkles in the outfit and it almost looks like they're really soft material like a like a velvet or something it's like yeah. no no they're wrinkled like that because they're wet yep. because they're, they're just drenched um and it did not rain <laughs> uh so it was real bad um but before we started the race um i was up there and carissa came to talk to me and my friend casey who had an amazing uh slave elsa outfit so she got together with a bunch of other girls and they did a um kind of slave leia crossovers so i think each of them was a slave leia princess mashup and she was elsa and she's part of our group who hangs out near the front and so um she and i got to kind of chat with uh with Chris a bit, talk about the running community, like you said. Um, and all of us up there, like, you're the only person I had up there who I knew not from meeting in the corrals at previous races. And we just, like, slowly pull more and more people into our group. And it's really fun
1: yeah, um, getting yeah.
0: to know each other. So
1: It was really uh, fun. And getting to the, those, those slave players, princess crossovers were amazing, though. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was a really cool idea. Um, and I was, I don't think I said this, but I, I was a sporty R2D, too. Yes. Um, so I do, I sportify all of my costumes. So <laughs> in prison last year, I was sporty snow white, sporty snow. Um, and so, yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to see how people dress up and it's definitely fun to like start getting to know more people. And, um, it's been cool in the past. My, some of my, some of my family has run the races with me, but this year I was by myself. So, um, it was nice to get pulled into a group and have some really fun, encouraging people.
0: Yeah. I mean, I see all the time people on like run Disney groups and stuff. They'll ask online. They're like, Hey, I booked this. And right now I'm going on my own and I'm kind of nervous or I don't know if I should book. And I'm on my, uh, on my own. It's like, guys, I did my first several on my own and I have made so many friends through run Disney. Like if you're okay, like just, if you're willing to reach out and find someone who is talkative or find a couple of people who are talkative, you will probably make friends quickly and like within your first one or two races there, you just we are there for so long before the races start. Like you'll, you'll make friends and then you'll have friends of friends and then you'll start to meet up more people. And like, now I can't go to run Disney events and not be by myself or, and be by myself, even if I do go down by myself. So like, it's just, uh, it's pretty great. And Hey, if you happen to be up in Corral a, like, um and I get there really early, but you're always welcome in my group. So if you're somebody who's really uncomfortable um being on your own, just come find me and I will introduce you to people and we will uh, we'll bring you in because we're all a big, happy, running Disney community. Um yeah.
1: And you now have such a great relationship with Carissa. <laughs> yeah. She talks <gets> <laughs> to you every time.
0: She does yeah, it's uh, they they basically um it's fun. Cause I mean, I really like the fact that I do entertain people. I feel like I would be, I would feel bad about hogging the limelight, but I know that I've had enough other people reach out to me to be like, Hey, like this is really entertaining. And, um, and I know that like the way that you were talking about it, you don't have to do this all super seriously. And it, I think it's nice to have people up at the front who are like, yeah, this is not a super serious thing. Like, yes, we are fast enough to be up here at the front, but like, this is fun. Like we're out here to have fun. Everybody like chill, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, it, it's a, it's a great thing to be able to kind of do that for people. And, um, and, uh, cause we're all out there, we're all runners, no matter the speed. Um, and no matter what percentage of the time you're running. Right. So, uh, I, I really just love that. And I love being able to kind of, uh, make sure that I'm, or be a little part of making things lighthearted, Um, but, uh, that does remind me of something you said though, how great the start lines are. Um, I've talked to other people about like favorite races and stuff and the New York city marathon was my first, and I don't think anything's likely to ever top it except for when I get to do Boston. Um, and that might be equivalent, but, uh, but I mean, I've done Chicago, which is another major. It's not as good as New York. I've done the Marine Corps. It wasn't as good as New York, but New York is amazing. But the start and the pre-start is nothing like Disney. Like there is nothing like run Disney before the race. Like yeah. having the entertainment they have there is just something else.
1: It's totally uh, worse, worth all, however many hundred dollars you spend because it really is. They make it, they don't want the race to just be memorable. They want the whole experience to be memorable. And I think, yeah. I think they do a good job of remembering that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anytime I ask other people about, you know, how was such and such race you did and like, well, the course was tough. I went fast, whether it was good or bad. You know, that's it. Maybe if one, is one of the really, really big ones would be like, okay, crowd support was great, but that's it. People always have more than that to say about run Disney races, yeah. right? And that's oh, yeah. uh, great. That's just because it's not just, a, they're not just races, they're experiences.
1: One of, the, my, one of the funniest things that happened to me, though, I was crossing the finish line um, of the half and this stormtrooper literally jumped out and scared me half to death. <laughs> like he was standing at the finish line and just like jumped. And I was like, what in the world is happening? But it's just like memories like that 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 you wouldn't find of any other race, like yeah. there's that's not gonna happen anywhere else. And so it's but it's something that's probably gonna stick with me for a long time. Of like, I jumped out of my skin like right before I crossed the finish line because the stormtrooper decided to like come after me. It's just like fun stuff like that, and that's when you have to realize you can't take yourself so seriously.
0: hundred percent. It's it, they're just a great time. Um, also, any other comments on the race parts of the weekend?
1: Oh, I was super excited
0: about they had all
1: gluten-free boxes this, this time.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw you post about that. And, of course, that's not a thing that would have occurred to me, but uh, but that is really cool.
1: I was like, uh, yeah. Like, that's really nice that now, like, because beforehand they'd have, like, one thing that was in there, plus your banana. And I was like, okay. Um, but now, yeah, they do a great – this is my favorite snack pack that have ever did.
0: So I'm, I'm assuming Oreos have gluten in them. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the one thing because they're vegan, but not gluten free. So, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's funny because I can't have bananas after races. Um, I'm very, very, very slightly allergic to bananas, but it's just enough where if my body is irritated for any other reason, I probably yeah. shouldn't do it. Um, I can cook them and they're fine. So, like, if people like throw a banana in a bag, I'll take it and just, you know, make something with it. But um, uh, as long as it's like cooked, it's fine. But I can't take them during races or right after. Cause it's like, well, I'm much more likely to have some kind of reaction to something when my body is tired. Uh, so. That's so
1: interesting. Uh, yeah. My sister yeah. can't eat bananas either. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's just funny to me because every single time I finish one Disney race I'm like, no banana for me, please. <laughs> uh, and like somebody will look at me weird. And I'm like, I'm allergic to them. Like, Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> um, they're like, sorry, our bad. I was like, no, no, you're fine. Uh, I, nothing will happen if I touch it. Um, um,
1: but yeah, that was good. Any other comment? Um They could tell I was hurting at the end of it. So they, the medical people were like, you need medical attention? <laughs> yes. I was like, yes, I do. Um, put some biofreeze all on my hamstring. And then, Oof. yeah, I've had been dealing with a hamstring issue. That's why I'm taking two weeks off of running because, I, my hamstring was just, I kind of, cause I did Road to Gold, which is a, what eight mile course in Atlanta. And then the public's half marathon in Atlanta. And then two, three weeks later was this half. And it was a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot on your body.
0: I mean, we had the same sequence of weekends because, um, we both did Road to Gold. You paced, so, you know. The reason I had Sandy on recently was uh, she and I co-paced the full marathon, the Publix full marathon, and you and Allison, who we've already talked about a billion times today, um, co-paced the half. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we had kind of that same same race schedule there. And, uh, uh, yeah, it definitely Road to Gold, I did something that tweaked my leg, and it's still bothering me, although I've been, I've been basically, like, I had to kill my training because I was hoping, uh, we'll talk about it, but I have a – a race coming up next weekend and I've had to kind of just work on recovery and I'll just have fun at it. But, um, yeah, so you do what your body needs to. Um, uh, speaking of that, we're going to talk about nutrition in a minute. Cause I know you have thoughts, mm-hmm. but, uh, before that I did want to, there's a one more like set of snacks I wanted to talk about at that are not nutritious <laughs> in Disney. Um, cause they weren't part of the, the whole, um, the flower and garden festival, but, Uh, in magic kingdom they have a bunch of different dole whips right now uh they're i don't know if they're permanent or if they're temporary i think they're temporary but they have like the hey hey cone they already
1: took that one away they did hey hey just yeah they announced it yesterday the day before hey hey got taken out off the Oh, i'm glad i got
0: it then um that was delicious so it was like raspberry and i really love raspberry so uh, then they have the lost princess cone at storybook treats which is lemon uh, and that was good. And then they had the Adventures out there cone at uh, anti gravitys galactic goodies, and that has a big, like a white chocolate and M Ms or equivalent thing bl- balloon on it um, from up. Uh, and that was that was pretty good. Uh, but it was I think that was standard pineapple. Um, uh, but ultimately, like I liked uh, the hey hey the most just because I like raspberry and tart stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you got it.
0: Yeah. Uh, And I also, for this first time, like I just spent, I think, Monday before I came back. I I definitely I went to Epcot and did a whole lot of um, of snacking there before I left. But the previous night and that day I did resort snacks and the boardwalk because I've never really done all that. Uh, There's a lot of fun stuff. If anybody's interested in that, you can find all the details on my Instagram. Um, (laughs) I have lots of food posts on there that people really liked. Uh, And I will make sure to make those parts of future Disney trips uh, as well.
1: And we, um, had, we had the best experience on the boardwalk because we went and checked it out because we had never been down there. And um, I'd already always heard about – what's the ice cream shop? I'm blanking. The ice cream I, shop down there. Ample I can't Hills. Think of it
0: either. Ample Hills. Oh, uh, yes.
1: And so we were, we went out there to see it, but we John really needed water. And so we walked into the what is like facade as a general store. We walked in there, and they're like, sorry, we're actually out of water, um, but we can give you slushies. And I'm sure like slushies at Disney are like five bucks, but she gave us these like full size slushies for free because they didn't have tap water. And I was like, that is the Disney magic right there. <laughs> um, so that was it. We had a good time on the boardwalk. Uh,
0: it's, a, it's pretty nice. I mean, I went by myself and hung out there. I'm perfectly content by myself at Disney at times. Like I see lots of people, but then I also spend time on my own. Um, it's really pleasant to be there not running. <laughs> Because all of my exposure before has been running through.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Um, Cool. So on that, uh, I know that you do have thoughts about nutrition and and so on. So uh, where do you want to start?
1: Well, um, yeah, I love nutrition. Let's talk about (laughs) it. I know, especially in the community that we run around, especially in women, uh, men can probably be like this too, but I have more personal experience with women. Uh, I'm just struggling with nutrition. There's so many fad diets out there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, don't eat this, don't eat that, don't eat this. Like this isn't good for you. And, um, I actually got a nutrition certification, um, by a, like a third party source called precision, precision nutrition. Um, because especially with the rise of the keto diet, um, yeah. I didn't quite understand. I was like, I don't understand why you would cut out carbs because I feel like to a degree you need carbs, um, if they're part of the like main processes of energy, then you probably need them to some degree. Um, and so really love diving into that and kind of figuring out, um, I think it kind of fell full circle for me of eating, eating well-rounded and in moderation and then having to like do a little bit of trial and error and then coming back to the same exact conclusion. Um, I think sometimes the running community, um, gets too hung up on, okay, what do I have to take out? What do I have to restrict in order to be fastest? Yeah. Um, and it's really dangerous because not only are you hurting yourself, which I'm super guilty of. Um, I've, I've been there where I restricted food and just so I could get to a certain like body mass and a, a certain speed that I thought would get me to where I wanted to be. Um, but it also just shows not a great example for the younger women. Um, that are coming up through the sport and having to see to you know, struggle with body image issues the way that, that I feel like I have. And, that, you know, people around me have, and not just being okay with like, okay, we ate in moderation. We ate things that are nourishing to our body. And I've been really, really trying to like encourage and talk through women who have come up with a men like me and been like, I know that you struggle with this, but, um, like how have you made it through it? And, it's flipping the pers- the perspective of food is fuel and not. In order to eat, I need to exercise. But actually, mm-hmm. like, I eat something and then I can my body can do what it needs to do to be physically active. Um, and I know that we in Atlanta we're actually going to start a group, um, that is solely talking about how to nourish our body in a well-rounded way, not using fad diets, not using, any of these. Restrict trial and errors. Now I did whole thirty back in January, and I loved it. Um, I love to per- to eat like clean, but that doesn't mean that I'm eating nothing. It just means that I'm eating, like I eat a lot of almonds. I eat a lot of like natural butter. I eat just a a lot of things that are nourishing to my body, and I I take out a lot of like processed sugar stuff. Um, but I think what's important is to develop these communities. Um, and these groups of, you know, women, men, whoever's, whoever needs it, whoever needs to come into these conversations. Um, and just completely re- rewire our brains to realize that food is not bad. Food. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause I think sometimes you think carbs are bad. Fat is bad.
0: Um, yeah. It's anytime you start having people talk like that, it's like, mm, okay, wait a minute. Like we need to adjust how you're talking about this.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we're, and I think that's it. I think that's changing the conversation around it is something I'm super passionate about. And that's one reason my, my own journey with restrictive eating and trying to be fast and getting way too thin where I didn't have any energy is part of the, part of the reason why I haven't signed up for a marathon in over two years, um, a full marathon. And I've had to stay is just, I've had to learn what my body and body can't, my body can and cannot tolerate. Um, mm-hmm. and I've had to listen to it and it's, told me time and time again that it wasn't ready. And so now I'm feeling, I think I mentioned this to you, but thinking about signing up for the full in January as my first back in almost three years um, and just seeing how that goes. And maybe it's not an all sprint to the finish, but um, if I just doing it again, I do, I do love the distance. um, Mm -hmm. I have to make sure that my body is in the right healthy state and I know how to fuel it properly to be able to go into that kind of training Because whether you're doing a five k, but you've never run before, or you're you're doing a full marathon and you've done them before, there's all like fueling is so important for each of those things. Yep. Um. And so that's a little bit where I am. I'm excited to get some pull some women in from different perspectives and different backgrounds and different professions that can speak truth into it and um help us impact the future generation too of what healthy runners look like.
0: I, I mean, think that's really great because I, I definitely I follow enough runners, and of course, culturally too. Um, body issues tend to you know hit women way, way, way more than men, but uh, it, but it's not exclusive, and the fad diets aren't exclusive to uh, exclusively a, a female issue. Absolutely. But um, but I mean, I see like lots of lots of women that I know or follow like really struggling with it, and it's like, yeah, this is kind of this unhealthy un, uh, external pressure and. External positive pressure is probably going to be the best way to to combat that um, long term. So, uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate what you're what you're doing there. Um, the, it's funny the the conversation here is well timed because recently I mean, I've been thinking about it. I, I've been one of those people who's been spoiled by a good metabolism, and generally I eat healthy, but I fall into you know times where I'm not. Or and mostly it's just a matter of me not being intentional um, yeah. about what I'm eating, which I think is true of a lot of people. Yeah. It's, you know, once you start thinking about it, even if you're not doing everything right, you're going to be doing a lot of things better. Once you just start making your, you know, not making what you eat incidental. Um, and, uh, I, for a while ago, uh, I received, uh, the run fast, eat slow, the cookbook from Shalane Flanagan and Elise yeah. Kopecki. Mm-hmm. uh, and then I recently also picked up Run Fast, Cook Fast, and Eat Slow. And I did had done, like, almost nothing with them. It was always like, a, well, I'll get to it. It'll be nice. Right. But um, but the really funny thing is before I knew that you wanted to talk about nutrition, I had already planned out, like, last weekend, I sat down and spent two hours with the cookbooks, like, going through what are the staples that these two women are saying, like, hey, like, if you're going to cook in generally a healthy way, here are the staples you should just have in your kitchen. Yeah. Um and I picked a few recipes and wrote a list. And so yesterday I spent more money and more time at the grocery store than I ever have, just kind of like doing a baseline stocking. <laughs> and, uh, and this weekend, like right after Easter, I'll probably sit down and be like, okay, so what are the first few, uh, like, let me at least pick two or three things for the next week that I'm going to make. I don't have to make every single meal from scratch. I don't have to be like pressure myself too much, but at least starting with a couple of these things that I know is pretty healthy, Um, start from there and see what happens. So
1: I think that's great. And I love, I love the run fast, cook fast, eat slow, um, Mm -hmm. because she also gives, it gives far more than just a recipe book. Yeah. There's so much content in there that you can pull for training and recovery and all this kind of stuff. So I, I've utilized them myself and not as much as I should be. So maybe you'll encourage me to come back out and do a little bit better with my meal prepping, but, um, I just love, I love how much content they
0: put in these books. They are, they're really just, it's really helpful. There's so much more than just a list of recipes and it's so great. Um, like explanations for why you do certain things, what considerations you have to have. Um, like, and so if anybody grabs those, I would definitely recommend reading all of the stuff that isn't the recipes because it'll help you use the recipes better Yeah, for sure. Uh, Cool. Um, well, we should start getting ready to wrap up. Yeah. So, before that, um, what are you looking forward to? Anything big coming up?
1: Um, Peachy Road Race, yeah. Yes, um, looking forward to that. I, I'm excited. It's the 50th year. I don't know how crowded it's going to be, um, but I love the Peach Tree. Some people just don't like it because of the heat and the crowds, but that's kind of exactly why. it's about to sneeze. That's exactly why I do like it. Um, is because. It's warm. It's never been, I think I start in an early enough wave that I don't get pounded by the sun. Yeah,
0: we get lucky about that. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: but the crowds are amazing. And I know you said you've done Chicago and I haven't. I know that Chicago is big. In
0: the Well, New York is the biggest marathon in the world. So, um, But it's still fewer people than Petrie. Petrie has more people wow. than either of those. So it's just a much shorter race. So
1: I love it. I'm excited for it. and I cannot happy. wait. I'm going to go to, we're going up to Acadia National Park in May. In August, I'm going to do a five mile race up there just for fun. Um, And we're just going to see Bar Harbor and what's up there. So I'm super excited about that too. Awesome. Uh, And then hopefully I'll be signing up for a full marathon in January.
0: That's excellent. Uh, I have my next marathon. So people at home know I am, uh, I've been doing a marathon a month this year. And so this month's is next weekend in Vegas. I'm doing the revel Mount Charleston marathon. Um, that was originally going to be the one that I was going to be attempting to Boston qualify at. There's no way that's going to happen because I've just had to do the responsible thing and back off of my training a bunch. Um, cause my leg was bothering me. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to it well before it became like a, Hey, this is major pain. It was like, mm, something's wrong. Let me back off. And then the strength wasn't coming back at the rate that it should have. So I have kept backing off and I've been doing various complimentary leg strength stuff. Um, and so on for the last few weeks, but I've been doing almost no running, which, you know, is fine. Like I have the built-in fitness to do a marathon at an enjoyable pace and I'll do that. Um, And I'll I'll just, you know, I'll run it by feel, not really paying attention to my watch, see what happens. Um, There's a chance I'll still PR because my PRs have been so far, so much slower than what I'm capable of because normally I'm either having fun or I'm pushing really hard trying to Boston qualify and falling apart. (laughs) So um, so like my current uh, official PR is from February when I did a marathon as a training run. And I just, I was like, today I'm going to do negative splits. And that's all I was paying attention to. And I happened to PR by several minutes. Mm -hmm. So so I might do that this time, but I might not. And it doesn't really matter. Um, uh, But I'll enjoy that weekend, hopefully get through things and uh, I'm trying to find a June marathon because I have, I know what I'm going to do in May, but I haven't figured one out for June yet. And, what are
1: you um, going to do in May?
0: I am going to be doing uh, the Colfax Marathon in Denver, Colorado. Cool. So high altitude. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to be chilling, uh, really relaxed. I'll probably run, walk it even. Uh, and the previous day, I'm doing the 5K they have there. It's like a, you know, a lot of these big marathons have a 5K or a 10K the previous day. Right. Um, but what's really fun is I'm going and I'm going to be staying with my brother who lives there. And I've ever since he moved to Denver several years ago, I've seen him when he's come home, but I've never been there. Uh, and so it will be fun to hang out with him. And I mentioned to him that I was going to run the 5K the previous day and he teaches and he's like, oh, my, my school's doing the 5K. So I'll see if I can maybe I'll just like have fun and take it easy and run with him or something um, for the 5K because we've never done something like that before. He's not a runner. He's a he's a very, very talented soccer player, uh, played division oh. one college and stuff, cool. but, uh, so more athletic than me, but not a distance runner. So, uh, yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah. So that's about it. Um, before we, before we go, I uh, just wanted to thank you, Jordan, for being my guest. Um, what do you want to plug or like, where can people follow you?
1: Well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's so much. fun. <laughs> I love talking to people about Disney and running. So this is great. <laughs>
0: I am glad we're friends now.
1: I am too. Um, <laughs> anytime. Um, let's see. You can find me fueling her forward um, is my Instagram handle. Um, and on Facebook, you can find me at Jordan Woodson. Um, and it's a Jordan with an A. A lot of people don't get that, but it's a Jordan with an A. Um, and so, yeah, you can find me Facebook, Instagram. Um, that's what it. Or if you want to go into my Disney account, which I don't keep up like that well with, um is disney run cationer
0: so see i didn't know about that so i need to find that um when you mentioned it earlier and so i was going to ask about that.
1: i created that account just for like my because i didn't want to keep all of my and you probably could you know this a little bit but um, yeah. i don't want to keep all my disney stuff on my like personal page um, yeah. so i created just a fun disney account on the side and i'm <laughs> to be good about keeping up with it but last year was hard because i didn't go i only went to disney like into the parks one day
0: last year, that was it. Yeah. I mean, that's funny. That's how this, like, my run the small world accounts. Um, so, you know, I know normally I say at this point on on the show, like, I have the run the small world on Instagram, um, and I have the run the small world page on Facebook. But like, that started sort of, uh, I started pushing all my running and Disney stuff to it because I was posting so much of that to my personal yeah. account that I'm like, look, for the people who like this stuff, I I, I wanted to post more of it but it was already so much for people who didn't care about it. And I was like, look, I'm going to make a dedicated account to these things. Here's all of it. Yeah. <laughs> everything I want to. And I post almost daily. Um, and uh, yeah. nobody complains because they know what they're getting. And I have my personal account that I almost never post to now, but, um, but that's less interesting. And it's linked to in my profile and I don't mind if people follow it, find it, but um, yeah. So. But uh,
1: really y'all should follow his Instagram if you don't, because it's fantastic.
0: It's so much fun. <laughs> um, I, I really, really have enjoyed just, posting that stuff and, uh, and people like, I love posting pictures. I love finding other people who are posting pictures, um, and, uh, comments. It's weird. Like I've gotten recently to that point where like real conversations have started on my Instagram, like people will comment at each other and that's mind blowing to me. (laughs) Um, so that's fun. Uh, yeah, but I enjoy that. Um, and I didn't mention it today, but like a lot of people at star Wars weekend that I don't know personally, but know me from, you know, Instagram, said hi please do that like please don't hesitate to say hi if you see me i don't know that you want me to say hi if i vaguely recognize you from instagram but uh, um from like your instagram avatar or whatever but uh but anybody who's listening to this like i definitely want you to and i'm happy to and if i act weird it's just because i'm still not used to people introducing themselves at random uh but you didn't do anything wrong i'm just still adjusting (laughs) uh yeah so uh but that's it um Everybody, thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Uh, And I will hopefully post soon after this upcoming marathon.
1: Thanks, guys.